0: Hello, parents. Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning as we start summer. Woo! Summertime, summer,
1: yeah. summertime, summertime, summertime. We are, Suzanne is singing. She's so excited. I'm chanting. <laughs> Very rarely would I sing for you, that would be probably painful. Yeah,
0: so we want to talk about summer and how to make
1: your summer amazing for your family yeah the most of your summer what do we do you know we've we've only our days are numbered here on this earth we've only we we only have so many summers with our kids and so what are you going to do with this time that's laid before you right now in 2021, summer 2021? We even have a
0: Bible verse that
1: backs up that <laughs> summer should be amazing. And that is Psalm
0: 90:12 says, teach us to number our days so that we may
1: gain a heart of wisdom. And I just love that the last part of that, um, gaining a heart of wisdom. What are we going to do with our days? What are we going to do to pursue God, to pursue each other, and to pursue great memories, great, great times to be had. So not only are we going to put scripture in here, <laughs> we're also going to put in the
0: best summer show ever called This Genius is Don's and favorite Here's song. Here's the theme song. Ready? <laughs> oh, it went out. Oh my goodness. Okay, I'm gonna try it again. It's a whole show on summer vacation. (laughs) And if you've never watched Phineas and Ferb, it's these two... Are they brothers? Cousins. They're cousins. Oh, I didn't know that. So then they go and they build these alla- every day.
1: They like, okay, I have this we- major, major project yes. that there's no way a kid could ever do it. But they're like these brilliant kids. And the whole point of the show is what are we gonna do with our hundred and four days of summer vacation? Yeah. You
0: probably didn't hear that at the very first, but there are 100- 104 uh. days of summer vacation and school comes along just to end it.
1: Uh. But, but the next part oh, I so good. It so, says so the annual problem of our generation is finding a good way to spend it. How are we going to spend summer? Yeah. And that's what we just want to talk to you today is how are you going to spend summer with your kids? What are you going to do with them? In um, Phineas and Ferb, in the show, they entertain themselves. The mother is pretty much absent. Yeah, and the the sister, dad is too. The sisters really is a mess. It's not like a yeah. crazy cool family. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> so we want you to be different than them, but really just have the spirit of Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, right? so what are you going to And really do? have the spirit of the psalmer, psalm writer who said, psalmer? sound not right. Who says, teach us the number of our days. Suzanne just said it well you only have so many summers. Mm -hmm. And so often, I mean, as a dad, I used to really, I mean, and summer was like not, I didn't look forward to summer as much because everyone else's routine changed because Suzanne was at home, and but mine didn't because it was like, oh my goodness, I still have to go to work and everything would happen. But everybody else was like, hey dad, it's 11 o'clock PM, let's start watching that movie. And I was like, hey, you know, I, I just but I had to really flip my thinking and so we hope today that we will help you flip your thinking about summer because moms moms can say oh my goodness now all the child care changes and all the routines change and everything goes on What are you going to do to redeem your summer? But first of all, just, you know, Suzanne talks about, well, you want to tell them about our podcast that we have to reference? I do,
1: yeah. And so just before we jump totally into it, I want to just invite you to go back and listen to some of our um, podcasts that we did, the pre-summers. You know, the summer before 2019, we talked about how to make your family vacations memorable. Podcast number 20, if you're looking on our website. Exactly and then building a great childhood, which is podcast number 74 and reality is that's what you're doing with your time with your kids as you're building their childhood. And so go back and listen to those two and, podcasts and think about
0: parents. what what are your before we jump in everything too on, just on that podcast, what are your memories of summer mm-hmm. as a child? and what do you remember that that was great and what do you remember that was not so great?
1: Yeah. And so Don kind of alluded to the fact that he wasn't the biggest fan of summer because routine once went out the window. Um, but we, we we would stay up late and he'd have to go to work because he'd have to get up early. But what I love about summer is that the pace of life does change and that the, the sun sets later. So it gives an excuse to stay out later and be outside later. And, and then movie nights and then sleep in, in the morning and, and read books. We've had friends that had their kids read, you know, so many books this summer and you'd have a contest. We, I think we did it for one, one or two summers. Summer's really cool because there's
0: water involved. Yes. There's swimming and lakes and all the things you go to do. Uh, you know, if you got and, a boat or something, you might go out on that or go swimming all the time if you, have, a, you know, have access to a pool somehow.
1: Yes, just being outside and collecting vitamin D. I mean, that's what I love about summer. I just, I would send my kids outside all morning long in the summer. Yeah,
0: you have family gatherings or vacations where families are spending, you know, uh,
1: special time together. It just seems like your summer picnics. Yeah, you know or things just just a lot of special tr- trickled in there which breaks up the monotony of life the the get up in the morning go to school go to the sporting event or the practice and and come home get your homework done go to bed start that routine over and over and over again and summer just throws it all out the window yeah and you get you know you get out you actually exercise
0: more everybody wants to look better in summer <laughs> i do so they want to <laughs> <laughs> so they want to get that motivation to be outside and and um you know even in and and some people respond differently. In Texas, for example, because the summer is really hot, and so some people really love summer. Some people don't. If you're living in outside of Texas and other places, it's like, wow, this is the time you get a break from winter. You know, right. you've had a, you've had the drudgery of you've winter. You've been stuck
1: in the house all yeah.
0: day, and yeah, and spring and summer become these super engaging things. And and school's out. You know, the, I think that. You know, um, school being out is just this um, this release for kids, and and so we and so
1: so many times though moms get this deer in the head like like oh my gosh what am I going to do with my kids all day? And you don't love actually the free flow of summer, and you don't like the idea of uh, that's like dawn you know the staying up late and sleeping in late and the just the uh, whole system thrown out the window. You don't love that even
0: get angry about it because it's uh, oh my kids are lazy they're not going to all they want to do is lay around and. You know, be on about, their
1: technology, having to fight that monster all day. Yeah, these kids have been in school
0: for cooped up in classrooms forever. It's like they feel the freedom, and how do you embrace that freedom while still not letting your house? Because we also would say, "Hey, let's not let our house be a chaotic mess. That's not good either." Right. So Suzanne just has has, has come up with a couple of words that I think are really cool to kind of get you focused on summer and something you can remember. She, she's so good at putting words to things that really help you to connect with it so you can take it forward. And, and the first word is routines, because routines are good in
1: summer, but your routines change, right? Yeah. And so it just, there's, yeah. So two R words, routines and restoration. And I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk about routines for a second. They're going to be what makes the most of your summer. Yes. Let the days come in and, and have your lazy days, but incorporate that in your routine. And this is coming from a girl who is not a fan of routines. I like the, I like the, whatever each moment presents to me, but um, you're going to look up and summer's going to be over. And so at the beginning of it, go ahead and create a plan now. Um, get a list of books that you want your kids to read. Have them, you know, read them, you know, have them help you make the list. Or one of the things we did was when we didn't have a pool, we had a a decade with no pool, a decade with a pool, and now we're into a decade with no pool again. And so we've had to make I a, like the pool better. <laughs> <laughs> we had to make a... Um, a list of friends that did have pools, and then I would plan pool days. And so Tuesdays and Thursdays or Mondays and Wednesdays, we would go to a friend, whichever friend it was, and have a pool, and we'd plan that out because, like you said, water is what makes summer amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, you know, there's and there's so many things. If you're in a climate like Texas where it's hot, maybe you plan indoor things. Right. You know, you plan a trampoline park or, you know, some kind of indoor putt-putt place or bowling or something like that, so you can... You can get out of the heat but still have
1: activities that make, um, make the summer fun. And so part of those routines is definitely planning those weekly activities where you do have a friend come over. Okay, on Mondays is friend day, and Tuesday we're going to you know, go shopping, or Wednesday we're going to stay home in our pajamas all day. So I'm not saying that every minute has to be planned, but if you have an overall plan, then your kids aren't going to get restless because on the days that you have a stay-home pajama day all day, you know, well, t- yesterday we had a friend day, and tomorrow we have a going-out day.
0: And the one thing about summer is, is even though you have routines, they can be changed.
1: Oh yes, oh there's always flexibility. Routines are re- routines are mere <laughs> suggestions. <laughs> it's
0: kind of like as we we talk about this in business that the plan is nothing, planning is everything. Mm. By the time when if you <sighs> That's go gold through, right there. <laughs> if you go through and you plan things and you go through the process of planning, it gives you some. Uh, stability. It gives you some continuity, but yet you can always be flexible and say, Hey, it's summer. We can do these things. You know, we can make things happen. Um, you know, one, one season and what I was going to say is that every summer, I think for us has been different as we've looked into it. Like, well, and the
1: kids are different ages. I mean, so like one time we would go to the water park or we'd have, you know, trips to uh, passes to six flags. But if you've got littles, that's miserable to take kids to six flags. But if you've got middle school teenagers, Six Six Flags is a great, great schoolers. Yeah. That's a great way to burn their energy. When they get tall enough to ride those rides. Yeah. Six Flags here in Texas is an amusement park. I don't know what state you're in or what amusement park you have, but that's what we would do as local. Yeah. Um, Another thing to um, some of my more creative friends that would, that were musical or that could sew, they would teach a new skill like a sewing cooking or playing an instrument or for us though, where we spent a lot of our time in the summer was with skills. Remember, we would take the boys to basketball skills camps or basketball—you right. know—they would they do on a team or baseball skills yeah. oh or goodness. something. We spent
0: so many summers playing baseball, so but was, many. But baseball was a great sport for us, and even though it's hot in Texas, because very relational sport, and we—you know—was able to connect with my boys in ways that I never would have otherwise.
1: Yeah. And so to just wrap up this idea of routines, what I would do to be super loose is I would have a morning, afternoon and evening plan you know, just a, just an idea. And so in the morning I would usually send them outside because it was cool here in Texas. In the afternoon, it was an activity inside, whether it was watch a movie where we would watch popcorn, you know, we'd all get together. I was really into series. And so we would watch the, um, Oh, help me remember like the, the line. No, 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 not those. The anyway, I can't think of the series. C.S. Lewis's Narnia. Yeah. But it's not Narnia. It's the, I always get them confused. Are you sure it was C.S. Lewis then? Because it had to be Narnia. No, was who was the other? What's the other one? Uh, I get... Lord of the Rings. Yes, or... those guys. I always, <laughs> in my mind, C.S. Lewis wrote Lord of the Rings. Not fair. Uncool. Shouldn't do that. I know that they were they were contemporaries. Yeah. Anyway, um, so we would watch a series of movies, or we would watch, like we watched Psych one season each summer. Each day in the afternoon, we would watch a movie, or we would they would play certain games. And then in the evening, we would have something to look forward to, whether it was a family walk or back out at the pool or a game night night or something. And so well, loosely, the routines would be a morning plan, an afternoon plan, an evening plan. Well, and plan. literally
0: what she would do is, is, so Suzanne, just to not overwhelm your parents at all, Suzanne's not a, a, she's a much more spontaneous person. What she's saying is not like planning it out for two months, but like every day, we, you know, she, or maybe for a couple of days, that's when the plan would start. Right. So, and just
1: a super loose morning, afternoon, evening. What are we going to do in the morning? What are we going to do in the afternoon? And yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: And so okay. it, because... The routines help you accomplish the goal of summer, which is restoration.
1: Yeah, that's what our kids need from us, moms and dads. They need us to to regroup. They need it. They need to be restored. They need to be filled back up again with the um, with whatever it was that was taken from them throughout the school year. Whether it was time or energy, or maybe they were in a classroom with a bully, or maybe they had a teacher that wasn't kind to them. And so, to me, what I loved about summer well, was an opportunity to pull my kids back in to wash the world off of them reground them into who the Mannings are, what the Mannings, you know, believe in and what our values are.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a place they can rest. I mean, our kids in the school year, especially if you're going, even in the summer, we can get too busy with select sports and things like that. I mean, but summer, because school's taken out it leaves in, if we allow it to, times to rest and time to regroup and enjoy just not having to be somewhere all the time.
1: Yes, and I just... And, you know, one of the things that I really focused on in the summer was to fill it full of memories of fun and laughter. It doesn't have to be memories that cost money. It doesn't have to be an amusement park season pass, or it doesn't or have it
0: to can. be... I was the one that usually spent
1: the money. <laughs> yeah, he did for sure. It, But just making the time and being present and having fun, making the memories, you know, getting a a lego set or going to the goodwill and buying a used toy or yeah. or anything else going outside and playing in the dirt just oh, something that's why, even that though those play dates at the
0: pool or whatever's happening i mean those you can do lots of things and and really i love summer because it it can build it can restore relationships that may have gotten kind of set
1: aside during the school year or whatever. Yes, that's where your siblings as best friends comes back into play again. They're divided into their individual classrooms throughout the school year, but back at home again they've got to learn how to play together. So many parents reach out to me at the beginning of summer and say, my kids are not getting along. We had made so much ground last summer and now we are back here again. And so yes, it's the year to knit your siblings together, knit your kids together Together and, and find things that they have common ground and things they're interested in that are the same and invest in that with well, them. And what
0: happens is, is that as you, you know, we tend to say, oh, you know, let's do it all with peers, with friends. But what if you did more with your siblings? Because you, you know, we know how vacations create those memories because, you know, and, and even then, so quick aside on vacations a lot of times parents say oh we got to have the sibling or the kid take a friend on vacation so they'll have fun well man we never did that really we always well we had a lot of kids for one thing when we would have been hard to do it but what if you put them together and then encourage their relationship through the vacation Mm -hmm. instead of having them divide by each taking a friend in order to make that happen. Just things that happen that, you know, that's just a side
1: note, but I mean, but it's not a side note because it leads into the next point that I want to make is that on vacation, what it allows us to do as parents is to be available and present it allows us to kind of get the distractions of work and home and you know what our the lives that we've built it removes all that and it allows us to pay attention to our kids i remember falling in love with my kids on vacation and being reminded, wow, you're fun. <laughs> I mean, right. they're always fun, but I didn't see them being fun because I saw them as work, somewhere that I had to clean well, up after or somewhere it's someone I had to take. And we and are, so, we are
0: big fans of vacations and because of those things. And we think some people say, well, I can't afford that. And we couldn't either when we were younger. I mean, it's easier now, but, um but, you know, like, for example, I was just looking at a picture the other day of, we had, We spent four days in Dallas and we did a staycation. I was looking at a picture of it. We went to like Samuel
1: Farms in Dallas, this farm place. And we went to... We went to the the tower with the ball on it. Yeah, the reunion tower. The reunion tower because we drove by it all the time. And the kids always asked and they were so little. And so we just went and touched it. Yeah. I think we went up to the... top. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. So
0: it doesn't have to be expensive. I mean, you can, you know, usually... In our vacations, we always drove, you know, because we couldn't afford to fly <laughs> everybody, to fly. exactly. And so just, you know, look for things, if if you if money's an issue, look for things that um, are less expensive to do.
1: Okay, and then just the last point that I want to bring up with summertime is to make sure that we're filling up our kids with God things to build their faith. Because once again, out in the real world, in the classroom, they're not being reminded that God is amazing, that God is wonderful, that God is great. And so what are some ways that you can build God things, build their faith into their lives this summer?
0: Yeah, I mean, like, for example, maybe you are, uh, we watched... Right, let's get the right C.S. Lewis thing, and there we oh, go. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. That's there's those movies out, or maybe
1: you read a book. Well, we listen to that on yeah. um, on the road trip. We would listen to the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. That whole CD series yeah. in yeah, the car. Yeah, there's seven books of that. And yes, it's a great one. Yeah, yeah.
0: Or, or uh, maybe if you have smaller kids, you're listening to Bible stories, or or even if you have bigger kids. I think, Susan, I've I've said this in other podcasts and other things, Suzanne does just such a great job of connecting with our kids through worship music. And depending on their age, you're introducing them to worship music or you're asking their opinion on worship music and you're playing it throughout the house or in the car and things like that. Because, hey, parents, in summer, you're going to be in the car a lot too. You're going to be driving back and forth to things. What if you're just playing worship music and introducing them to things or Bible stories or whatever that's on a podcast or something like that? putting that's one way a
1: ways to put Jesus into your life in summer for sure on it in a daily way and then another one is the is nature the wonders of nature if you um can't figure out where you want to go on vacation then choose the mountains because there's nothing more magnificent than seeing how grand the mountains are it just reminds us of how big God is or the ocean I mean here in Texas it takes forever to get to the ocean but that's another place to point out to our kids the grandness of God and how mighty he is and how big he is to pull nature into it. Um, and then, I mean, for those of you that have little girls... Any craft (laughs) will win them over. So any kind of craft, and if you can have like a Bible base or something like that, they will absolutely love that. Your boys, of course, will go crazy, but you could totally do a David and Goliath thing where you do a slingshot and throw rocks at a, you know, the fence or something. And so just basically what we're saying is bring the Bible to life, whether you're acting out characters or maybe even do a family play at night and act out a Bible story. Um, We're just, that's what we're talking about. About when we say the different things about a craft. Yeah. <laughs> Don's like rolling his eyes. I would never do a craft. Yeah, but what can you do to bring the Bible to life in the long dog days of summer? Well, and
0: to wrap it up, I mean, you know, to Suzanne is just saying that we, we can build faith, we can build relationships, and we can build rest. And we can build all those things in summer. Doesn't that sound cool? Doesn't it sound cool that you're going to, and what Suzanne's saying is, is that you're building the plan. You, just like we tell you parents that you have influence over the culture of your home. You have influence over how your summer turns out for your kids. And you can either make it an amazing summer, or you can make it a frustrating, lazy, you know, didn't accomplish anything summer. And it's not about accomplishments, but you see, our accomplishments come through relationships Mm -hmm. they come through the rest they come through the things that and it's it's so in line with what we teach you all the time at crazy cool family so you might be saying oh my goodness i'm overwhelmed and you know and all these plans and everything you know let us just give you a quick way just to start, you know, why don't you, I mean, Suzanne, you, you, and so you what mentioned like what you've what done we, in the past.
1: Yeah. And so what we would do before, actually before any season, you know, but before summer we would just have a little family gather, we'd have a family meeting maybe fix spaghetti or order pizza just something that everybody wanted to have and we would just talk about it okay summer's here what do you want to do what do you want to do with your summer and we would just make a big long list of everything that we wanted to do and then we would decide yeah we're we are we're not going to be able to go to the Himalayas this week this summer so we're not we can't cross
0: that off but what can we do but let me back up just a minute and what she just said i want to i want to camp on that for about 30 seconds because when you let them, you know, so many times as parents, we would come in and say, okay, here's the plan for summer. We're going to yeah. do this, 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 and yeah. this. And the kids frown on it. Because well, they go, I don't have buy-in. Exactly. And so what, that, what she's done is brilliant is that she says, what do y'all think? And so often it's their
1: summer. Yeah.
0: But they're so often they're going to say the same. hey, we want to go to the water park or we want to do this. Oh, what a great idea. And now you're doing things that they want to do. So good. Rather than come in with your plan, quote unquote, even though at the end of the day, it's still going to be your plan. But you have it them thinking it's their plan.
1: Oh, that's so good. Because what you're really wanting to do there is you're just wanting to make those, the connection lines in your relationship strong. You're wanting to draw out their dreams and their hopes and their desires. And then you're wanting to put a few goals in there. And they might have a few goals, but right. their kids, they're not usually goal oriented. Yeah, those seven-year-olds yeah. don't have <laughs> They don't anything. really care about, you know, if their teeth are not going to have cavities. Anyway, All that to say is that as you pull your family together, you get buy-in, you make a great memory of planning your summer. You make a list of all the things that you want to do that summer. And then post it on the refrigerator. I think a few years ago, we had everybody post on their social media, what does your summer list look like? And they would show us. And if you... And if you can get 50% of the things done over the summer, like I am not a high achiever. It doesn't matter to me one bit if we got one thing done on the list, but if you want to motivate them and you have a few things that you want to get done, then pick a number 25%, 50%, a hundred percent. We want to get done on our list, then reward yourselves at the end of the summer with a a dessert party, you know, or, or something that's going to motivate them to want to do the things on the list because you might have things on the list, like we're going to clean out the closets or. We're going to clean out. And so anyway, all that to say, those are just ideas of how to make the best of your summer, the most of summer 2021 that God has given you.
0: Yeah, and even then, as she's talking about work projects can be a part of summer maybe you want to do a new flower bed or you want to you know make you the lawn And you do lawn want to better. do that you do because yeah. the the um, it doesn't the, have to be all fun it doesn't have to be all games And it, those are the
1: qual- you want to teach that you want to teach your kids hard work you want to teach them value that's what summer's for as well that's good i'm glad you said so that So let's
0: end where we started Yeah with the Phineas and Ferb song.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> but you really should listen to it. They yeah. build rockets. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um, no, let's end when we started with Psalm 90, verse 12. Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom.
1: And so how many more summers do you have left with your kids? What would it take to make this one the best one so far? Yeah. And so we hope you start, we hope that
0: inspires you yeah. to make your summer great and This is so fitting as I end this podcast with go be crazy parents.
1: Well, don't end it yet because I just want to invite you to say to um, on our social media, on our Instagram page and on our, um, our crazy cool family, Facebook page will you go in and list some of your summer plans? Because be- we may benefit from them too. We will. I mean, because all, all of our community, our Insta people and our Facebook people, they're all going to want to hear what your plans are because they might, imp- they might add those to their list as well. So if you will do that, summer 2021 plans. Um, Put it on our Facebook page, yeah, so, Instagram page, yes, whatever, all those things. Yes. Can I end it now? Yes, you may now end it. <laughs> go
0: be crazy parents CrazyCoFamily.com